This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Monday, March 20th. Since its release in 2021, one of the most consistent criticisms of Windows 11 has been Microsoft's handling of app defaults. Compared to Windows 10, the newer OS makes it more complicated for users to move away from the company's first-party offerings. For example, if you don't want Edge to open every time you click on a web page or PDF, you're forced to launch Windows 11's settings menu and change the default app by file and link type. It's an unnecessarily long process that makes customizing Windows 11 convoluted. Microsoft is finally addressing some of those criticisms. In a blog post published Friday via Bleeping Computer, the company said it was reaffirming our long-standing approach to put people in control of their Windows PC experience. Microsoft announced a feature it said would ensure Windows 11 users are in control of changes to their app defaults. Later this year, the company will introduce a new Deep Link Uniform Resource Identifier, URI, that will allow developers to send users to the correct section of the settings menu when they want to change how Windows 11 responds to specific links and file types. Microsoft says it will also give users more control over what apps get pinned to their desktop, start menu, and taskbar with a new public API that will display a prompt asking you to grant programs permission before they show up on those interface elements. Both features will first roll out to PCs enrolled in the Windows Insider dev channel in the coming months before arriving in the public release of Windows 11. Notably, Microsoft says it will lead by example and release updates for Edge that will see the browser add support for those features as they become available. And after 15 years in space, NASA's AIM mission is ending. In a brief blog post spotted by Gizmodo, the agency said Thursday it was ending operational support for the spacecraft due to a battery power failure. NASA first noticed issues with AIM's battery in 2019, but the probe was still sending a significant amount of data back to Earth. Following another recent decline in battery power, NASA says AIM has become unresponsive. The AIM team will monitor the spacecraft for another two weeks in case it reboots, but judging from the tone of NASA's post, the agency isn't holding its breath. NASA launched the AIM Aeronomy of Ice in the Mesosphere mission in 2007 to study noctilucent or night-shining clouds, which are sometimes known as fossilized clouds due to the fact that they can last hundreds of years in the Earth's upper atmosphere. From its vantage point, 370 miles above the planet's surface, the spacecraft proved invaluable to scientists, with data collected by AIM appearing in 379 peer-reviewed papers, including a recent 2018 study that found 
methane emissions from human-driven climate change are causing night-shining clouds to form more frequently. Pretty good for a mission NASA initially expected to operate for only two years. Ames' demise follows that of another long-serving NASA spacecraft. At the start of the year, the agency deorbited the Earth Radiation Budget Satellite, following a nearly four-decade run collecting ozone and atmospheric measurements. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.